Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And we are here for our midsummer check-in on how our summers are going so far, because we talked about our summer bucket list, and we've actually done some really cool things. But we've also had our own moments of, you know, just summer drama, <laughs> summer excitement. So the last time, so our last, our episode last week was with Rebecca, which was wonderful. And, but that was, a, had actually been recorded two weeks ago, or maybe even more than two weeks ago. It was a while ago, because since then, I was on vacation for a while, and that's why we didn't run an episode the week of uh, July 4th, and I also turned 43, so now I'm even older than Kelly than I was before. Kelly's Not rolling her much. eyes at me. <laughs> She's way too obsessed with this. Since then, we've had some adventures, and we've had some interesting times, so let's talk, let's talk about the good things. So we went strawberry picking. I have, I have really kind of turned Kelly on to the way of life of the minivan. <laughs> by hauling her kids and her around and doing fun adventures and it's been really fun and that van is great yes (laughs) and so we went strawberry picking which I actually have a story about that from my bad story but we went strawberry picking and the kids picked a bunch of strawberries and it was great and we went to we've been at the Lucerne Beach Club quite a few times we've been out there several times going swimming and it's wonderful to be able to sit on the beach and watch that for my birthday we went to the the golf course and had drinks and the we had brunch, which was very, very styrofoam plate and yes. French toast. But I, was, I wasn't sure what you were going to say about. I was trying to. I mean, it's. I think it's cool that we have a place that you can go. But I think their specialty is alcoholic drinks. Yes, more than breakfast foods. And that's exact. Have you ever been there for dinner? Uh only by accident. S- yeah, same idea. It's hot dogs, hamburgers, but. Well, I had like on a, styrofoam plates. Yeah, I had a. I had a last night. I did wine and nine there, and I had a chicken salad wrap, and that was pretty good. But it was very like, you know, it's it's not gourmet, but it was more. But it's more about sitting on the deck in the sunshine, watching the planes come in. I don't know, and being in the neighborhood. I think that's just kind of a cool thing. And also, I happened to notice that day of my birthday that you were so excited that they had paved that exit. Yeah, and I watched you leave. And I tried to... And you tried to go down to where it's now Oh, paved. yeah. I did do that. <laughs> I am so glad they paved that, though. Yeah. It's a death trap for kids. Just yesterday, even the one exit they have out, we were walking with the kids. Actually, we didn't even have the kids with us now that I think of it. And this guy almost hit me. The people who go to the golf course are not careful. Yeah. They th- do not respect the neighborhood. Their general demographic is older and is not thinking about little children. Exactly. And the way they park on the grass, now that they're funneled into that one entrance, now you can't see either way, too, so you're nudging out trying to see around the cars that park on the lawn, which is ridiculous. But anyway, but it was lovely. It was great. So uh, so my adventure, so should I start with mine or do you want sure. to start with yours? So I am very proud of my 2005 Honda Odyssey. <laughs> oh, so we have been in a minivan hunt, James and I. Gretchen is fully obsessed with her minivan part of the reason why I really want to get one although there are a lot of I have a lot of friends with minivans who sing the minivan praise and I but none louder than me I do need one (laughs) desperately but they're very expensive I've come to learn and they're hard to find because people keep them forever like me even the dealer we we took a test drive in one my husband really wants a white one he's obsessed with white cars because they don't get as dirty and so we took a test drive in one that would be suitable, but it's not white. It's maroon. And the the salesman told us that people tend to buy them new and just keep them for 10 or 12 years. It's a standard. So they're very rare. They're hard to find. The one that we're looking for is um, not easy to find. So anyway, we've been on a full-blown minivan hunt all the while Gretchen's singing the praise of her, <laughs> what, 13-year-old minivan? It's 13. It's yeah. teenager. <laughs> Some, and it's a teen. It has a uh, hundred and fifty nine thousand miles on it, and sometimes teenagers can be cranky. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to Portland, which is two hours from here, to pick up my sister and my nephew, and I'm the obvious choice to pick them up from the airport because. I have a minivan and I borrowed a lovely five. Oh, I forgot the five point car seats in my garage still. I meant to bring it over. That's okay. But I borrowed a uh, 
five-point harness car seat from Kelly to use for my nephew because my sister really wanted to install that. My children went to the library, went through all of our books, and stuffed literally every seat back pocket with children's books. It They cleaned the car. The girls cleaned the car for me because it had to be perfect for Aunt Kate had to be never perfect for me i can't get them to bring in their book bags but for aunt kate they like detailed it themselves it did look nice it looks so nice didn't it and it was great we were totally equipped we were great and so i said well we're going to portland gonna make a day of it so we said let's go we stopped at a couple stores we had lunch at panera and i said kelly i'm going to whole foods (laughs) because my sister's coming and my sister and kelly are the same person just one's tall and one short and I said, do you need anything? Said, oh, yeah, here's a list. I'm like, great. She gave me coolers. It's going to be great. Can't wait. <laughs> and so we go to Whole Foods. Last stop before the airport. And I go in and I buy my stuff and I buy Kelly's stuff. And I use the Amazon Prime app, by the way. If you have Amazon Prime, there's an app for Whole Foods and saves you money. And there were special deals on on like... I got she, she got ribs. baby back ribs who had been read to every bed night before bed or something. Yes. And they so. were $5 a pound. Yeah. And I guess that's a good deal. I don't even like regular baby back ribs. Sunscreen. So. Sunscreen. And I had coolers and it was great. And I loaded up my car and I texted a picture to Kelly and I said, look at this. Fits this whole Whole Foods order. And I'm about to pick up two people in their luggage. Totally like, ha ha. Look at me. Well, I felt I actually that that picture gave me some relief because I had given her quite a list and then she was texting me while I was at a play at Penobscot Theater (laughs) and I felt as though my list may have stressed her out because I forgot about all the potential options barbecue sauce the list didn't the list didn't stress me out as much as the crowd did because apparently (laughs) Sunday afternoon or no it's Saturday Right? Yeah. Saturday afternoon at Whole Foods is when they should restock everything. So there are 10,000 people there trying to work around 15,000 workers with giant pallets of stuff trying to put on the shelf. And it was so like... Oh my! I, like I, some text, I'm going to die in line. I can't, yeah, oh I kept God. getting stressed. But that's their business model. So they always are stocking. And the benefit of that is that if you ask someone a question about where something is, they will stop what they're doing and walk you to it. Oh, I know, because then they leave all their shit in the middle of the aisle <laughs> and I have to navigate around it with the rest of the teaming masses. Because at Hannaford, if you ask for something, nine times out of a ten, <clears throat> their answer will be, I don't know. I had a deli guy once chase me down with my meat that I had forgotten, but he recognized me because I was in there so much. <laughs> but anyway, so I go out yeah. and so I taunt Kelly with my picture of my minivan and say look now I'm about to go pick up Kate it's gonna hold even more oh and she said the other one that was great from this text thread she was like you're gonna be late because she saw the timestamp and knew what time my sister was coming I said oh no her flight's delayed I've got plenty of time (laughs) this is where the music comes dun 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 (laughs) boom 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 (laughs) so I text the picture I close the hatch I strut around to the driver's seat I get in and I slide my key into the ignition and turn it and the radio comes on and literally nothing else happens and I'm like what (laughs) so I pulled the key out I was like oh I must have just done it wrong I have been doing it multiple times a day for seven years but today I obviously didn't put it in right. So I'm just going to control Z this and slide it back in and do it right this time. And nothing happens. And I text Kelly, like the timestamps are literally two minutes apart from, yeah, yeah, I have a minivan to, oh my God, my car won't start. Well, and I think the important, another funny part of the story is that the day before she left on this trip to Portland, we went strawberry picking. And after strawberry picking, we did a detour to darlings to look at a 10 <laughs> was it 10 or 8 years old uh Might no, have only no, been no, 5 six, yeah, six, it was, 2012 six, it's right it's 6 year old minivan that was in great condition and I has been trying to talk James into just buying that one I still one. think you should it's gone now of course okay. so I still I was trying to talk James into buying that one and he had all these concerns about buying an older minivan and Gretchen just had a counterpoint for every point about how awesome her old minivan is never giving her any trouble (laughs) and so in the meanwhile this old minivan is still on the lard at Darlings I still think I'm going to be able to convince James to buy it (laughs) (laughs) 
it didn't work. Gretchen and then I called and had like, to ruin it for me. And the thing is, and so I was like, oh my God. So I called Dave and Dave is because he was back here. He didn't come with us. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. And he was like, well, did you try starting it again? Like all I'm like, yeah, I tried starting it again. <laughs> I put the key in multiple times. Yeah. You I, know, I jiggled person. the wheel and nothing happened. So he called AAA and sent AAA. But in the meantime, the time is now ticking on getting to my sister. And it just so happened that my parents were in Portland for a one of their good friends died and they were there helping prepare for the memorial service. They were not supposed to be there at all. And I was like, Mom, I think you got to go get Kate from the airport because I'm in the Whole Foods parking lot. <laughs> and when I, the other thing, when I pulled in, there was like this one section that's just one row of... Um, parking like one slot parking spaces it's not too deep it's just yeah. one deep and I pulled in and I thought man this is like the perfect parking place if you ever need a jump start like I literally had that thought when I parked so, so you parked there and I had parked there so I was wow. like it was so actually that was nice I didn't have to back it out and you know it was like perfect for when AAA came and they cleaned <laughs> the battery and they tried to jump start it and the guy's like yeah I don't know and I'm like well what are we gonna do so I'm talking to Dave and I'm kind of freaking out and finally I just said look we should just have it towed home because we don't have anyone in Portland. If Even if we got it fixed in Portland, now we have to figure out how to get back to Portland to get it. We have a service shop here that we really trust and really like. And Dave is also really handy. Like he's replaced starters and other cars. So he's like, I could probably replace it. So we're like, we just have to suck it up and I have it towed to Bangor, which is two hours away, which is $369 away. Actually, if you <laughs> want to know how far away it is. So now my my mom, so then, so here is the perfect five-point car seat that my sister really wanted, and I totally yeah. get it. It has, like, side airbags. Oh, it's, it's like, and I'm like. It's like the Cadillac of, oh, yeah. or it's, I don't know, the Range Rover of car seats. Oh, it's totally perfect yeah. car seat. She would have been so psyched to have her kid in that <laughs> the entire 10 days she was here. And instead, I'm like, well, okay, and Will is eight, so she, legally she's old enough to not have a car seat. It's not, I really don't like her to not have one but I'm like well you just got bumped to business class and now we're gonna put the booster in the middle and the girls on either side and then my sister and my mom and my mom picked them all up and then they came back to Whole Foods to check on me and I'm still there and hot and waiting and waiting for this truck to come They're like well we're gonna go to oh no they didn't come back they said well we're gonna pick up Kate and then we're gonna go to dinner <laughs> so they went to Richetta's and found I love Rochetta's. I hear it's great. It's amazing. I've never been. Yeah. They went. So good. <laughs> I I can't believe you didn't have a burrito bowl while you were waiting. I was too pissed to eat. Okay. I think. You know, like I was yeah. just like, I don't know what this is about to cost. So yeah. why blow it on a Whole Foods burrito bowl? <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so we I wait. had two if I were you. I waited in the parking lot for... Oh, so I went there. Then I had to rent a car. So I also was like, okay, I'm being towed, but also I have to get us all back to Bangor without my parents because they were staying in Portland. So I'm, I call Dave and I'm just like, Dave, go to Auto Slash because I love Auto Slash. It's been one of my favorite things before. I'm like, plug it in, I need a minivan, blah, blah, blah. And then he does. I'm like, wait a minute. I call back like a while later. I was like, wait, I don't need a minivan because I always add four plus. So I was thinking the four of us plus Kate and George. I was like, wait, Dave isn't with us. I don't need a minivan. I can do like an SUV or Ford. So he's like Ford Escape or similar is what he booked. And he got it booked. And afterwards he was like, he's like, you know, I've never booked a car. You book all of our travel and you take care of the car and you take care of all that. He's like, and I was so overwhelmed and I don't know how you navigate that stuff. So I think he had a new appreciation for the <laughs> some of the tasks that I take on. So I get all to the airport and I rent a car and they hand me Subaru keys. And I'm like, oh, great. And I get in and I drive away and I pull out of the garage and I look around the Subaru like I was just so frazzled. And it's a Crosstrek, which is like an like a hatchback. And I'm like, this is not like a small SUV. This is like an economy car. <laughs> so will this actually work? So I'm like, whatever, whatever. I can't go back. So we go there. And we. All, I was actually surprised at how much fit because I was like, OK, I need to get because the, the van was going to be coming home with us and just parked in our yard I left all the non like all the dry goods and stuff in the car but I was like I want to get the coolers so I put the coolers in and I got my sister's suitcases and then the rest I was like whatever we'll deal with that when the van gets home so 
drive this little cross track, which was super cool. It was very fancy. It had like um, the eyesight system. So it kept like if I didn't put my blinker on to pass a car, it would like try to force me back into my lane like it like ghost hands. It was awesome. But anyway, three hours I was in the parking lot and then the tow truck guy came and he was very nice and he pulls it up. And then my nephew loves trucks, loves heavy equipment, loves excavators, everything. And so so Kate was like, George, a flatbed trailer is going to take Auntie's car home. And he was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) He was so excited like it was like the best start to his main vacation was to be six feet away from a flatbed in action pulling it he's like oh now they're gonna tip the car up so, so then it he pulls the the guy the tow truck is on a flatbed and it starts coming up and he looks he's like getting gas leak and i was like yeah because i do have like this little pinhole leak <laughs> at the top of my gas tank but i never like if i'm just driving around town i just never fill my tank and it's fine if i'm going on a long trip like portland i'll fill it up because it it cycles through enough that it's never an issue. So I had just filled up in like Augusta. So it was like a drip, 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 drip. I'm like, hey, once it levels out, you'll be, <laughs> it'll be good. And then he looks at all the mud in my wheels and he was like, uh, you, do you live on a dirt road? Because this thing doesn't do good on dirt roads. And then I was like, what? I was like, oh no, that's from strawberry picking. I was driving <laughs> through a field just yesterday. So anyway, so so the rental car was two hundred dollars. The tow was three hundred and sixty nine dollars. Oh the repair itself was two hundred and ninety seven dollars. That's all it costs for a new starter. Yeah. Wow. So that's so I was like, and so the part that was so frustrating is that we literally almost never go out of town, and oh especially gosh. now that Dave has his Subaru, never in my van, very often. So like the one time, it was more than five miles from my house is when it broke down. If it had broken down the day before, I could have gotten a rental through Darlings and been fine. I could have had it towed so much more cheaply to our shop. I could have, like it would have been, it, like the biggest expense was the $600 of getting home from Portland. Right. Which was more than it would have cost if my sister had just flown to Bangor. But anyway, <laughs> fly Bangor. Yeah, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's one of my summer disappointments. But then my car got, so, so while James is freaking out, my car is 13 years old and it has 160,000 miles on it and that's the first time it has ever ever been stranded I've ever been stranded because of it and like there are worse places than the Whole Foods parking lot could have been on the side of the road it could True. have been we had stopped like the last stop we had made was at um, we stopped in like Topsum because I we had to use the bathrooms for like at a Rennie's Plaza which would have been more of a pain because my parents just happened to be just down the road but it was that was my crazy start so then it ended up being that dave and i i used dave's car dave got a loaner from work and my car was fixed by the end of the week because we have a great shop here and my nephew never once sat in that beautifully (laughs) safely installed five-point harness and he has learned the booster life and he's been able to convert back okay back home i guess it's just a main thing that he gets to ride in a booster but it was fun yeah we let maxwell ride in a booster one day and it was, that was the end of the five-point harness. <laughs> They're so constricting. I don't really blame them. Yeah. But. And then I was getting texts from Gretchen while she was on vacation <laughs> about how she was dreaming about her minivan. I really was. <laughs> I had dreams. I had a dream that I was walking through a parking lot looking for it. And I found a minivan like this is a that was burned out and the tires were slashed <laughs> and it was like like a vandals had gotten to it and I was like oh my god my van and then I got up close I looked and I was like oh no 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 that's an EX it has cloth seats that's not mine it can't be mine because I have leather so I bought it but I bought a really nice high-end minivan with 95,000 miles on it. I looked it up when I mine had 95 when I bought it it now has 160 and I so I got it for like ten thousand dollars eleven thousand dollars when I bought it seven years ago and it has had very minimal Repairs And now I, so now I want to drive it just like the salesman said, I want to keep this one for like another two years or so. And then buy new or nearly new and keep it for 160,000 miles. Yeah. Forever. I love it. (laughs) So I felt pretty bad about my Whole Foods list after this happened to you. (laughs) It was totally fine though. I felt bad that I had to come at 10 o'clock at night to drop off your coolers, but I think everything made it. It all survived. Yeah, it did. And we had those ribs on the 4th of July. 
They were amazing. <laughs> so I've tried to embrace a full Maine summer this summer. A lot of Gretchen and I have been spent all my friends who have summer off, um, which actually is quite a few. We've tried to make the well, best of it. when you work it. in academia. We're right. So we've tried to make the best of it. And I've decided to go all in this summer. So I want to try to do all the things. We know we did the strawberry picking, the quintessential main things, eat lobster. We went to Cranberry Island. My friend's uh, husband's from Cranberry Island. So we usually do go there at least for a day trip once a year. So we did that. And Cameron and Maxwell are typically in camps. We had a little hiccup with Maxwell's camp, which is why I'm not working very much at all this summer. And so I had pulled Cameron out of most of the camps except for two weeks. And this one week he was in, I kept him in because most of the kids from the neighborhood were going. And there's also a text thread going around about uh, carpooling, which I really couldn't be a part of because... No minivan. No minivan. So anyhow, they don't have minivans either, but they do have three rows of SUV seating. So anyhow... The camp that Cameron goes to is doing this new thing this year where they do an extended field trip that you can pay a little extra for and it's something special. And so the week this past week, the trip was a whale watch. What day was that trip? Thursday. Oh, it was Thursday. Oh, I thought it was Friday. No, it was Thursday. Oh, okay. So I signed Cameron up. I thought, whale watch. Oh my gosh, he'll love it. It'll be so much fun. I've got to sign him up. So I signed him up without much thought. And then about 24 hours later, I remembered that this camp is run by college students. And I love the college students. God bless them. But I also am with them all day. And I know that, you know, their level of concern and supervision and mine may not be on the same page. And being out in the middle of the ocean on a boat, I may just want a little more supervision than what the college students may provide. So I decided that I was going to chaperone the trip. So I emailed the guy who... (laughs) runs the camp and I said you know I'd like to chaperone the trip I know you you probably don't do stuff like that normally but could we do it and so anyway he figured out what I need to do Wednesday I hear that there's a chance we might not go because it's like Hurricane Charlie or something but I'm supposed to get a call if it's going to be canceled or not and um so I just head out I leave at my norm at the 10:30. The boat's supposed to leave at one. I leave at 10:30. I drive. I'm in Ellsworth, and I get a call from the guy who runs the camp, and he said, "Hey, um, the boat is gonna go out. I just got the clearance, so they're on their way." And I said, "Oh, well, I'm already in Ellsworth." And I thought, "Geez, that's kind of really cutting it close because going to Bar Harbor. Oh my God, in, the in a summer day, in the traffic, it's not a straight shot." So anyway, I get there. I am frantic because I got there at 10 minutes to one and there's no place to park. It's just mobbed. We've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. No place to park. So, and I see the boat. You can see Bar Harbor Whale Watch Company. You can see the boat. It's filled with people. (laughs) And I thought, oh gosh. So I, I luckily found a place to park. I run down to get on the boat, but I don't have my ticket. The counselors had my ticket. So they said, oh, there hasn't been a group with 20 kids come through. So I don't think they're here. So I'm trying to call anyone I know who might be able to get in touch with them. I don't have did any. Your phone, did your phone work? Because self-service is my usually terrible. My phone did work, but I didn't have any of their phone numbers. So anyway, one o'clock came and went. The boat honked its horn and off to see it went. <laughs> Those kids never showed up. So they showed up around, I don't know, one fifteen, but of course they have 12 passenger vans, two of them, that they need to find parking spots for. So they drop the kids off and the counselors get out. The two people go park the van and everyone's very frantic about what we're going to do. The people at the Whale Watch Company said, no big deal, we're taking another boat out at 2.30. <laughs> well, this camp is supposed to end at 5.30. So, and the, the supposedly the round trip tour for a Whale Watch at Bar Harbor Whale Watch Co. is three hours. So for the one o'clock boat, for the one o'clock boat. So they make a decision to put the kids on the two thirty boat. Wait, wait. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so. so I go inside. So one of the counselors is not a college student and is I, I think she's like the second in command of the camp. So she and I go to talk to the ticket guy to get all the tickets and fing- and get them all switched over, etc. This guy tells us like it's no big deal at all. So yeah, uh, 
the because of the hurricane, the whales are really out quite far. <laughs> in fact, they're in Canada. <laughs> so, so this boat is was this from the hurricane or because of the president? I don't know. One or the other. <laughs> but this boat, they know right where the whales are, and we'll see all kinds of whales. But the trip's going to be, you know, it's going to be five, five and a half hours. <laughs> it just tells us, like, it's no big deal. So I'm thinking, okay, five and a half hours on a boat with 20 kids seems a little wild to me. But whatever. I don't think too much of it. So we load, we go, we load, the, we get on the boat, like, almost immediately. We get on. The captain tells us, we're going to the Canadian coast today. This, we won't be back until 7.30 or 8. And at this point, it's 2.30. And all of a sudden, panic rushed over me because I suddenly realized, why did I sign up to chaperone a whale watch? A, I'm claustrophobic. And just the idea of not being able to get off something totally freaks me out. This you could always get off. It's just getting back on. That's kind of a pain. <laughs> or getting back home. So I, this is why I don't like flying because when you're on a plane, you can't get out. You're not getting out of that plane until the door opens and you're on the ground, right. or you crash one or the other. So same with or the boat. it tears apart and you fly out and everyone else stays there. That's one way you can get out of a well, plane. Well, that too. So <laughs> I suddenly realized that that fear translated to a boat because <laughs> now I'm going on a boat to Canada. Apparently, I'm going to be in the middle of this ocean. I can't get off this boat. I'm trapped on the boat. I'm not getting off. We could crash and I'm going to die. So that was my fear, number one. Number two, I am motion sick. (laughs) I get motion sickness. And I already could kind of feel it because all the kids had decided it'd be really cool to sit on the third tier. (laughs) So we were all at the top and just the higher up you go, the more you can feel the movement of the boat. Okay, and then number three, there are 20 kids on this trip. Some of them, are in the first grade. So they're not older kids. You know, right. some of them were, you know, fourth or fifth grade, but there's a pretty big group. And they're four from our neighborhood that I felt personally responsible for because their parents... When the boat crashes, these four... Yes. We're going to make a life raft. Yes. These are the four I'm looking for first. Yes. yes. So I was like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? So I had panic because they said they're going to drive to where the whales are and it was going to be at least a two-hour drive. So in my head, I thought this would be like me taking these four kids to Portland. Yeah. Looking around for an hour, putting them back in my car and driving back to Bangor. I would never do that. Why would I? I would never, ever do that. Why would I do that? I wouldn't. And a car isn't as rocky as a boat. So I said, I'm going to get off this boat and take these four kids with me. And then I started processing. Well, two of the kids are teacher's kids of my son my son will have as a teacher next year so I'm like okay and the other kid I know the mom pretty well I don't think she would have thought I was extreme but I was like these parents these mothers are gonna think I've lost my mind I took them on a whale watch and then I said no you know what just kidding get off the boat get off the boat (laughs) I gotta get them off the boat it was gonna be five hours so I told myself to suck it up and not be so irrational not to mention the fact I didn't even have any way to transport these four kids if I got them off on the because no minivan No minivan. So these are all the thoughts that are processing through my mind after they told us that we had a couple minutes to decide if the timeline was still going to work for our day. So we pour, I just say, you know what? I'm doing it. I signed up for this. I'm going to make the best of it. And we take off to port. We pull off the dock. Does it honk the horn? It No joke, as soon as that horn did that, this little guy living in our neighborhood, friends with Cameron, looks up at me and says, Kelly, I don't feel good. <laughs> and his mom had said, I'm a little worried he's going to get seasick. And she gave it, had given him Dramamine. Well, I had planned to buy some Dramamine, but I never had time to stop. <laughs> Apparently, I had plenty of time to stop. So I'm rushing around the whole boat. They have, they have a little restaurant in the boat. They sell alcohol. People were drinking beer and wine. I have no idea how. But anyway, not not, not any of the counselors, but you know, these other people <laughs> right. that were on the boat. Tourists. Tourists. Okay. So I start rushing around for Jim. I mean, they said, oh, we just ran out. 
I'm like, you've got to be joking me. And I'm, I am in a panic because I feel like a person responsible now for the, for these kids. And I'm kind of stressed myself because I'm a little nervous. So he gives me a C band, one of the crew members, oh, yeah? one of those C bands, yeah. and he gives it to me for free. And he's like, just tell him. He goes, just put it on him and tell him it's the best ever because seasickness is totally psychological. It's totally psychological. I go, okay, okay. So I go back. They, they told me the calmest place of the boat to sit. So I take him over. I get him all situated. I tell him how amazing the sea band is. He's with me. He's with me. He's with me. Then he tells me, he, I miss my mom. And I think, oh, well, too late for that because I just made the decision to go on a five and a half hour boat ride with you. And now you're going to be sick. I'm your new mom. <laughs> so... I'm your mom in Canada with the whales. Oh, I was. I Oh, my gosh. I was. He was sitting on my lap. I was doing everything I could to make him comfortable. So then he stands up. Vomit. Everywhere. Everywhere. Thank goodness these people sitting next to us were so so nice. So anyway, that was number one. They they must be prepared. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Disney World is prepared for that. Like Like before it hits the ground, they're scooping it up and making it disappear. Well, the counselors, it was so funny because then... So he vomits and two of the counselors were sitting right next to me because they were also seasick. (laughs) So they were sitting in this area of the boat where it was supposed to be better. And you could tell they took one look at that vomit and they looked at me and they thought, thank God she is here because I am not cleaning that vomit up. Because you're not bothered by vomit, right? No. The vomit didn't bother me at all. You're... Boogers. Sputum. Yeah. But so anyway, I, I started to clean it, but the, the crew came right over. So anyway, the other counselor comes down and said, OK, let's make the kids sandwiches. Because, by the way, in the process of them being late and missing the first boat, they realized that the kids were now separated from their lunch boxes, which were in vans that were parked 20 minutes <laughs> away. And now we were going on like a seven hour trip until they got home so I told them I said you're gonna have to get those kids food because you can't take little kids on a trip without snacks no so they had went they had run to the store and bought stuff for sandwiches so she comes down she says do you want to go make all the kids sandwiches in the cafe so I thought oh that's a great idea because I just kind of want to pass this two-hour time yeah because it's actually not that enjoyable to head out to see the whales there's really nothing to look at you're in the middle of nowhere it probably just high, probably like looking down at a sandwich would help you focus your anxiety than right. looking out at the void exactly. of the great beyond. Exactly. So I thought, <laughs> yes, I was never so excited to make a sandwich. Like, yes, let's do it. We're going to make sandwiches for all these kids. So we bring all the kids into this cafe, which is inside, and there are tables and chairs attached to the floor. And I start making sandwiches. And all of us were making sandwiches, the counselors and I. And then I look up at all of them, they are all green. They're all sick. And they go, we're so sorry. We got to get out of here. Because being inside is actually the worst place in the boat. So I was like, oh, you know what? It's okay. I got this. The counselors or the kids? The counselors. The oh. kids, most of the kids were fine. Mm-hmm. They were psyched. They were running around. It's like they didn't. it didn't hit them. But many kids now started to get sick. They were vomiting in trash cans. <laughs> so I've got all these kids. Kids I don't even know. Kids I have never met in my life before are now sick. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to keep track of who's vomiting. I'm making 20 sandwiches and then I get queasy because actually being inside and trying to look at the sandwiches and just look around at all the kids. Probably like reading in a car kind of a thing. Oh my gosh. So I made as many sandwiches as possible (laughs) and then I set up all the sandwich stuff and I was like, okay, kids, if you want a sandwich, (laughs) you got to make it yourself. Every kid for himself. (laughs) Miss Kelly's going to go outside. (laughs) I'm going to be sick. So the crew was so sweet, too. They were like, oh, we'll help you guys. So anyway, so I go outside and it, and it passed. I went back to the same spot. I just stared at the horizon. I got myself because <laughs> I said, if everyone's sick, we won't be able to help any of these kids. Right. So I got myself kind of back under control. We arrived at the site of the whales. I was so excited. In the meanwhile, my little guy, my little buddy from the neighborhood had been sick two more times on the way out but still had the best attitude he kept saying when are we gonna see the whales <laughs> and then we'd be like do they sell whale stuffies out here <laughs> which i mean where's the whale gift shop i'm so grateful because it could have been 
it could have been a disaster. I mean, he could have been really stressed right. about being sick and really wanted his mom. And there's really nothing I could have done. I, I try, but I did. I really just trying to keep him comfortable. And the other kids that were sick were older. Our kids were really the youngest kids. All right. the other kids were like third grade and above. And they are just much more self-sufficient and yeah. just older, generally could handle the situation better than kindergarten and first graders. Yeah. So anyway, we did see whales. <laughs> we stop. There's so many whales. They're everywhere. And they were being so cute. They were like waving to us. And dolphins were doing little dolphin shows. And it was great. <laughs> and I'm watching it. And I'm so excited. And all of a sudden, it hit me like a brick. <laughs> And you know, look at the whales. Yeah, you know your mouth like kind of like fill like you like uh, sound, you get that like saliva. <laughs> I was like, oh oh, I'm gonna be sick. And I had that guy got it in my head that being seasick was psychological. So I had just told myself the whole time like, oh you're fine. It's in your head. It's in your head. And then all of a sudden it wasn't in my head. I was so, where was it? It was all over the side of the it boat. Was, oh no, I did make it to the bathroom. <laughs> I told the kids. I said, I'll be back. So I was gone quite a while. And then I came, I came, I felt much better. I got out. I kept looking at the whales. Oh my gosh, we stayed and looked at those whales. Okay, once you see a whale, okay, you don't need to see 12 of them. All I wanted to do was go back after this. I'm like, okay, great, amazing, a whale. Yay. And then the woman who, who narrating, she's so excited. She's like, oh. He's blow. There's the blow. <laughs> She's imitating what the whales are doing. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I just imitated that whale in the bathroom. Yeah. Can we turn this shit yeah. around? Let's yeah. go. She's like, oh, there's a nice slap. 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 <laughs> and the whales are slapping the water. And oh my gosh, I thought, okay, lady, we're good. We're good. We've seen a couple. Let's turn this thing around. Oh no, 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 no. They're like, Oh, we see some blows about two miles away. We're going to go. <laughs> they start taking the boat down two more miles. I am so sick by this point. I'm like, I'm never going to make it home. I'm just going to die out here on this boat. It's going to be the worst <laughs> thing ever. This is worse than flying in an airplane. Why did I think this is a good idea? So anyway, we did finally make it back. We, I was sick multiple times on the way back. Once I had been sick that first time, it was just over for yeah. me. I That guy's full of, totally full of crap. It is not psychological because the last thing on earth I wanted to do was be sick. Right. It was the worst possible scenario because I couldn't just think about myself. I was just vomiting. Then I'd go back out and check on all the kids who were also <laughs> vomiting. And then also make sure kids weren't jumping off the side of the boat. <laughs> Luckily, the crew was really incredibly helpful. There were about six of them and they were... And there weren't a lot of other people on the boat, so they were... They probably... They must, like, learn about puke on training day. They'd have to. I mean... Yeah. And then they told... The guy said, this is the calmest day. This... Th we only get about 10 of these in six months. But I... He couldn't have been... He could have... He must have been just trying to mess with my head because <laughs> so many of us were sick. Right. I mean, all the adults were sick. <clears throat> probably five kids. What about the tourists and the other... Where are the other... Oh, yeah. yeah. So many sick... Uh, Taurus adults. I mean, when we were coming back, we a whole bunch of us were sitting in this area where it's supposed to be better, which I don't even know. Like, I don't believe anything <laughs> they tell me. You're all sitting around like a 50 gallon drum, just taking turns throwing up. <laughs> I was getting so I was so fed up with it. I said, I I said out loud, I am never going on a whale watch ever again. And all these people around me were like, I am t completely with you. Never again. So many people. Were, I'd say half the boat was sick. So I'm not sure if it really truly was a calm day. Right. Because I've been in ocean boats. Right. You know, when you go to Cranberry Island, I know that's not way out there, but. That's not way out to Canada. Oh, so I got an alert on my phone. Yeah. Do you want to upgrade to, oh, I forgot what they call it, travel wave. If you don't, it would be 99 cents per call and 50 cents per text message because I'd crossed the Canadian. Oh, yeah. she You went dark for a while. So we were I went no service yeah. for a long she, time. So on the, on the receiving end of this, this oh is my. the text. So this is like my text from Whole Foods. This is Kelly's like, yeah, I'm going to Whale Watch. And then she texts and says, oh, my God, they just told us it's going to be five hours and we're going to Canada. And then she just disappears yeah. for 
four and a half hours. And then she sends a picture. And it's so funny because if you know Kelly, you can look at the, her face in this photo and know that she is like, I am just smiling to make everyone around me feel better. And I'm trying to be the calm person in a chaotic situation. Like it was so not genuine. Kelly smile. It was like, get me out of this. Oh, my gosh. And so that we got back to the camp at 10 p.m. The kids got back to the camp at 10 p.m. Instead of 5.30 for pickup. Exactly. I Were they able to tell the parents? Were they able to get the message out? I guess that the the guy who runs it called every yeah. parent individually. But I had four, you know, four yeah. of the parents I was talking to myself before. So they were all in the know and glad, I, you know, glad I was there. But when I got back, I was so sick. I was still seasick the next day, all day. I felt horrible. And the worst part is all I wanted to do was lay down. But laying down makes it much worse. Mm-hmm. So then I started reading about it, thinking, this is really weird. I mean, it should be gone. Did you look like, did you look go to PubMed? Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> There's, oh, I can't remember what the name No, was. I didn't, but I just know that like, oh my some gosh. people say, I started reading about it and it's like Googled seasickness. But I know that if Kelly's reading about oh it, God. it's like, I'm going deep into the Academy's archives here. Let's see what we have on peer-reviewed research on seasickness. I wish I could remember what it's called. And did you send like a lit review to the tour guide to say, not psychological? Well, there's a disorder. <laughs> there's this seasickness um, disorder and I can't remember what the definition is but it's predominantly in middle aged women ages 35 to 50 and it the seasickness if you get sick on a ship or a plane or whatever yeah it could last 6 to 12 months yes I was freaking out because I, I didn't think it was going to go away. I really didn't because it felt very real and permanent. Yeah. So I was way out of it. So that next morning, I felt horrible. I felt so sick. I felt as sick as I did, if not more sick than I was on the boat. So I was a little chaotic. I had to bring my car in to get new tires. And I was meeting James there. And I was we were going to go for a walk in the city forest in the early morning. So I was loading everything into the car. I'm driving on the highway. All of a sudden, I hear... Boom. And I think, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just lost a piece of my car. And I look back at Maxwell to make sure he's okay. And he's all stressed. He's He thinks we got in a car accident. And I see the car. So then I look behind me and the car behind me swerves. And I thought, oh gosh, I lost a piece of my car. Oh well, I got to get to, I'll just check it out when I get off the exit. So I get off the exit. Everything with my car looks fine. I start loading everything into the Subaru. And then I go, okay, where's my phone? <laughs> and I, I looked down on my iWatch to try to bing it, and it says not connected. And I'm like, how is my phone not connected? You know, one thing I really wish the Apple Watch would do is message you when you're when you break that connection. Yeah, it's like when you walk out of your office and you're driving home. You like before you're driving home, you realize you left your phone in your office. That's or a great idea. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So then everything came to me because I realized, oh. My phone is what flung off the back of my car (laughs) because it was on the roof of my car. And somehow, by a miraculously, we went home. We did find my phone. James went out, found it in the ditch. It's shattered, but it still works. Oh, yeah. I was going probably 70 miles an hour and it flung off the back of my car, hit pavement because the woman behind me swerved ricocheted into the ditch and it's still working yeah. i can't even believe it so then at the end of the day after cameron gets home from camp and what day was this day this was friday the 13th yeah <laughs> so i'm seasick ricocheted my car off the back of the phone car, i mean ricocheted my phone off the back of my car cameron gets home from from camp and james had also decided to tear the back the side steps off because they were falling apart he was going to replace them so he's tears the side steps off so now we're using the front door so Cameron comes in sees a bug on the porch of the front door window (laughs) now my front porch has got like that really thin old glass it's an old old porch he hits it to kill the bug and he shatters the window (laughs) shatters it so James is trying to fix this in the meantime he breaks the front door so now we have. Oh, I wonder. I thought the. I thought oh you gosh. had moved the door just to protect no. from the window. So now we have no side entrance <laughs> because the steps are completely dismantled. <laughs> even though we don't have any material or plans to put them back on, 
We have a broken front door and our front main door is broken. If you try to open that, you can't get in or out. You can only get in or out with a key. That's good. So these are so that's everything that happened on Friday the 13th. And I I never, ever in my life will go on a whale watch again. An hour. How long did it take you to feel better? Oh, I felt I started to feel better Saturday but I felt back to normal Sunday. Because, well, Sunday was my birthday and you were able to come for breakfast. I remember no, you, that I, was before. That was a week before. We, was it? Yeah. Oh. Because today's I only... Two, yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. I, I felt better Tuesday. I yeah. mean, uh, Monday, uh, Sunday. So, we, I, I haven't been on a whale watch since I was a kid and I never had a problem and I thought it was cool. But it is sort of like, you know, I kind of, I want to <laughs> see those whales. I want to see the full body. That's how I, I want, felt. I don't want to see just a wave. Like yeah. I want, I want you to jump, jump out, out yeah. do a three sixty yes. dive back in, and like rock the boat. I yeah. want serious action. Yeah, and we that doesn't usually that. happen on a whale watch. So, but I the one YouTube thing that it, I would people <clears throat> YouTube yeah. sit on your couch, get some popcorn, have your wine if you want. YouTube it. So done the, right so the one thing that i that i so when she was telling me this so as a recommendation for anyone who might be coming to maine and going to bar harbor and wanting to have kids experience the ocean and it's all its grandeur and all of that i would totally recommend diver ed's uh, it's his name is diver ed and it's the dive in theater and he is this wacky guy who's so awesome and he goes out has a pilots a boat out you go out it's just in the bay you're so you're not in the high seas like i it would be hard to get seasick on this boat it would be like the cranberry island type of a boat and he puts on his uh, uh wetsuit and a diving suit and he has a camera and microphone and he scuba dives under the boat and says oh look down here look there's a lobster and he has a little playmobile diver and he like play you know and be like oh look i found us in i found a sea star i found this and then he has a a mesh mesh bag and he collects all these different creatures when he goes under and then he comes back up and he sets up a touch tank at the front of the boat and like lets kids you know hold things and he'll, he'll make the sea cucumber squirt and all of that but it is i took the girls two years ago and they I, I I was telling Willa today. I was like, yeah, I was telling Kelly and Alex and those guys about Diver Inn. And like, and I told them that you thought it was, and she was like, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah like it was really cool. Well, I so looked, that's what the wreck trip should have been. Is I sent Diver Inn. I sent him the. <laughs> I said, so the guy who runs the camp. I texted him when we got back. Well, now you're like survivors of a thing, right? Like, you guys are bonded for life. Oh my gosh! I said so. I sent him a bunch of pictures. And then he said, did the kids like it? And I said, yeah, most of them. But I'm never, ever, ever, (laughs) ever going on a whale watch again. And he goes, why? I said, well, I vomited three times and I just feel terrible. I still feel terrible. And he's like, oh, you needed to look at the horizon. Well, no kidding, guy. But when you're trying to make sure five other kids aren't yeah, exactly. and feeling <laughs> okay, missing their moms, like you can't really focus no, on not, the horizon. No, not right now, guys. I'm watching the horizon. Yeah. So I sent him, um, today I sent him the link to Diver's Ed. I said, next year, no whale watch. Do this. And he looked at it and he's, he's like, definitely. That's definitely the plan. Oh, yeah. I'm and like, it's, like oh a, it's like a one hour. But and like it's, it's only, it's it's $15 with a group discount. So it's. Yeah, less than half the price. The whale watch is expensive. Yeah, and it's so much. So and and the guy who, like Ed, it's Ed and his wife or partner or whatever, and they're so good with kids. Like it because when you hear about, it, you're like, oh, so this guy dies, but he is a riot. Like he has the kids push him off the back of the boat. He has everyone laughing. He has, he's just so entertaining and he just dies and so you get so it's, and it's just neat to see the it's like you're scuba diving with him so you get to see what the ocean floor looks like so it's different than just going to a touch tank and if you do go they leave from college of the atlantic and the college of the atlantic has a neat little free um science not science but like a natural history museum with a, and that's kind of neat to look around while you're waiting for your ride and it's also a good place to go to the bathroom and there, when we went, there was still a thank you note from like 15 years ago from one of our kindergarten teachers at our school. So apparently, at one point, they had a field trip out there. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it was, so it was very cool. So that's my yeah. counter recommendation to a whale watch. If you're hearing this and thinking, why would I ever do that? But it sounds like it, it sounds like the company did the best they could with. Oh, the company was yeah. great. They, 
I couldn't say enough about the company. And honestly, even the kids who were sick had a great time. Mm-hmm. Even the little guy that yeah. I was real, you know, real worried about. We got back in the car and I said, I'm never going on a whale watch ever again, buddy. How about you? And he goes, oh, yeah, when I'm a little older. <laughs> it didn't even phase him at all. Even, even the ones who were vomiting, they just vomit and then go back and start chasing each other around again. Yeah. So the kids like really had a great time. Yeah. It was more the adults and and not just us um chaperoning the trip, but the people on the boat, the other patrons, the tourists or whoever, they were they didn't do well either. I feel like a whale watch is just way too risky. For that uh, yeah, for that age group, for that type of group. Take your own family. Don't take someone else's. Don't just don't go at all unless you have a <laughs> stomach of steel. So do you have any any so what's left in your summer? Do you have any vacation plans or anything? I think I don't have any other vacation plans. We've already been to Great Wolf Lodge. We've been to Cranberry Island. We did the Whale Watch. I think we might go up to Moosehead. Um and we've been to my camp quite a few times. Been to Lucerne a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't have any big You're going to Montana. Colorado. Colorado, See, I'm going to Colorado next week, so it'll be a rerun next week um, because I have a work conference that is in Keystone, which is awesome because it's really close to my sister. So, But it's also weird because she likes to come home for the fourth and our birthdays and things like that. So we literally have like a 10-day window where we haven't been together and then I'll go there and I'm going to go see. Actually, I'm going to... I'm very excited because I'm going to my very first live podcast experience. Oh, you're going to see... The Dollop. And oh, no, don't know that one. The Dollop is an American history podcast. And these guys are just so funny. And I, when my sister had her commute last year, she was listening to a lot of podcasts and I turned her on to it. And then when they announced their summer tour, it just so happened that they were going to be in Denver at the same time as my conference, just before it starts. So I was like, I bought tickets and that's like my birthday present to her. And we're going to go. And... So I like land in the at like two in the afternoon and the show's at 7 p.m. or whatever. So hopefully you don't get delayed. Shh, stop okay, it. Sorry. <laughs> Are you bringing the kids? Already happened. Oh, no, not this time. No, just me. And so and then and then I so I'll go out there and then my sister comes and stays with me at the Airbnb because the Airbnb Airbnb is cheaper than the conference hotel. Oh, I'm not surprised. This. Yeah. So and so I've booked that. That's what we've done the last few years. So I book an Airbnb and then she comes and stays with me during the day or during the day. She, there's all kinds of activities going on for families. So she goes paddleboarding or takes George to the playground or whatever. And then we hang out in the evenings. And it's just kind of a it's like a almost like a mini vacation for her. And we get to see each other and hang out. And I'll be there for a few days at the beginning before the conference starts. So I'm going to go out there and do that. And then we have a camping trip planned. And then, but that's the only, oh, and then both girls are going to overnight camp. Wow. Have you ever done that before? No. Where is it? Girl Scout camp? Girl Scout camp. They both, I mean, we've, we've, we've had, they've been to my parents together and stuff like that, but this is the first time they're both going to overnight camp. So this is Ingrid's fourth year and Willa's first year, but, and this is a year earlier than Ingrid started, but Willa, I'm like, She's a totally different beast compared to Ingrid. She makes friends with literally everyone. Mm-hmm. And even if she gets, like, it's going to be hard for her to even get too homesick because her sister's going to be there in another unit, but they see each other at meals. And a lot of other troop members are in different, from different age levels. A lot of her friends are going to be in other campsites and all that. So it won't be too bad. And so I'm going to have, like, five days kid-free after I get back from Colorado. I brought Willa to my friend's house with me and she had never been there and hadn't met these kids and they were best willa and the little girl were best friends within three minutes and she's been asking every day for willow to come back over oh yeah <laughs> and that's and that's just she has a she has a charisma that is just something yeah. about her i don't know but she makes friends with everyone she'll get their life story she came she was on the playground one day and I'm just kind of hanging out and she's over on Sark conversing with her. Let's go in the monkey bars. Yeah, let's go in the monkey bars. And we leave. She goes, yeah, no, that girl doesn't live around here, but her mom's in jail for a few days. So she's staying <laughs> with her dad, came to the playground and I'm like, okay. Yeah, there you go. Good enough. You got Sounds it. good. There we go. <laughs> exactly. So that's that's how my summer's going to gonna wind up is 
all that. So it's going to be like busy for a couple of weeks, but then it's going to be back to work. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Overnight camp. Yeah. I'm excited Two. for when I get to that point. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to figure out some a couple more other adventures. I found an awesome campsite in New Hampshire mm-hmm. that has, it's kind of like a cross, but it's got a lot of natural nature, but then it also has like water slides. Oh, nice. And a um, pool at night that's, it's got like this big ship and then it glows, but you can, but you can rent cabins. Yeah, yeah. do you tent? No. I was going to say. And no. I don't tent and I'm proud of it. <laughs> and that's really fine. But I was like, really? Camping? No. No, but I thought it would be a nice, happy medium because you can rent a cabin. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then you can explore nature, but then it also has like some... It's not extensive. It's not over the top. It's not like Great Wolf Lodge, but it's, you know, right. that kind of thing. Right. Pools. Reasonably priced. So if we find a minivan... In Massachusetts or New Hampshire, which probably will happen. <laughs> Maybe so you're we'll tying your there. vacation to your minivan. Yeah, run. we kind of okay. Am. Gotcha. Sounds good. All right, you ready to do favorite things? Yes, you go first. Okay, so my favorite thing, and this is a favorite main thing for summer, is Cranberry Island, and anyone who hasn't been there should try it. It's the island. I think it's one mile wide by three miles long. It has 50 annual residents who live on there year-round, and in the summer it goes up to 300, but it's the cutest quintessential place. It's like... How do you get there? By a ferry. From from where? From Northeast Harbor. Okay. Northeast, right? I get them all a little bit Well, confused. like MDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, the, wor- the, the worst part is the ferry is kind of expensive. It's 35, I think, round trip. So, like, for a family of four, it'd be $140 to get there and whenever you come back. But you can, they have Airbnbs out there, and I was actually looking at, we, our friends have places out there, so we stay with them, but I was looking at Airbnb after we left just to see if I could recommend it to people, and there are quite a few Airbnbs out there, and they're really reasonably priced. So, the island has um, uh, one store, and it's a market, but, you know, honestly, it's like a miniature whole foods everything <laughs> is really high quality it's so cute in there you can get they make there's a little grill so you can get like burgers and stuff like that and they have ice cream and then there's um a history historic society and they always do throughout the summer they do different activities at the historic society like when we were there they had kids art so they had a whole bunch of art that the kids did for three hours and um they do movie nights and then there's a little restaurant over there, too, where you can get lobster rolls. And then there's just really nice um, beaches to explore. And they're, all the cars are old because you have to ship them over. And then they don't have any laws, really, right. over there because there's no police. There's no one to enforce anything. Right. So, But it's such a cute little place. And it just, I don't know, it just feels like super main life out there. So it's a, I'd say it's worth a visit. And the ferry ride's like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah. So I love Cranberry Island. It's a sweet place. Very cool. How about you? So mine is going to be a, it's a skincare product. And I actually have run out and need to get more. And it's the first time that I've ever really run out of a skincare product, which sounds so weird, right? Like, do you ever, have you ever used a whole bottle of something? Have you found something that you would use a whole bottle of? Uh, the only thing that I don't use any uh, lotions or anything like that, but I use coconut oil mm-hmm. to wash my face, and I do go through a whole bottle of that. But yeah, no. Other than that, no. So I, so I, I don't use coconut oil. You have lovely skin though, but you're younger. Coconut oil. <laughs> I'm telling you, I never used to wash my face even at all. So this stuff that I tried is. The, it's called it's by Neutrogena and it's they have a line called Hydro Boost. Uh-huh. Do you have thoughts on Neutrogena? <laughs> what does it test on animals? I don't know. Have you oh. searched that on? No, I haven't, but I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you were watching uh, marketing videos that claim it changed your life. It's lifestyle, Kelly. It's lifestyle. Back. We'll have to we'll, follow we'll up update with Gretchen's in two weeks. Vitamix. <laughs> Okay, keep going. Yeah, if you're a listener, face wash. Before we go, I'm just going to put it out here. If you're a listener and you have a Vitamix, (laughs) we would like your thoughts on that. Thank you. And so Neutrogena Hydro Boost 
And the thing I really love is water gel, which is like this really light moisturizer. And like I had been using it for a while because I had gotten a sample of it or something. And I used up the whole jar because I started to feel like I was like, oh, my skin feels so much better. Like I just felt like like I found myself like touching my face because it felt good and not like You're, you, you know. do have nice skin. I don't I don't know why you always obsess about this eight year age gap, but. Well, Your skin is nice. Well, it's even better now with this Hydro Boost stuff. Hydro so then, Boost, it's got to be what's doing it for you. Yeah. So then I and then they have like other things. So I'm actually trying some other things too to go with it. Like they have a serum, um, multivitamin hydrating serum. So I've been mixing that in and stuff like that. And I haven't actually done it because because I am I try to use up a product and like I have this bottle of um, Cerave moisturizers with sunscreen that I'm trying to get through and I have like this guilt like I need to finish this before I can really use the good stuff so I haven't used it in like a couple weeks but when I was using it all spring it felt so good so I really like it and something to check out if you want to have skin that feels really good well you're not even going to need that pretty long I know for for long because of your Vitamix it's gonna it's gonna it's just gonna transform your life that's that's what the you're videos gonna, say. You're going to have skin like a rock star. That's what the videos say, and yeah. I, I'm really excited. <laughs> You'd be saving all so, kinds of money in other areas. So here's the thing: is that my sister has longed. She's wanted a Vitamix for, I think. I mean, the Vitamix was invented in like 1927, and ever since then, she's Gretchen wanted would one. know because she has been <laughs> researching the crap out of this thing. And so, so for her, it was her 40th birthday, and so I convinced her to to use her birthday money to buy herself the Vitamix she has lusted after for years. And so I found her the best deal and the best thing. I'm like, this is the one you want. I'm like, go get it. You can get it today. I said, Best Buy, three miles from your house. So she did it. She went and bought it and she's loving it. And she's like, I just made this. It's so awesome. Oh my God, it sounds like a jet engine. It's so great. And it's she's loving it. So then I... uh Target today had this one day sale and so I just looked and the thing is is that in my research and trying to find her the best deal Vitamix never lets people lets coupons be used like you can't use your 20% off Bed Bath and Beyond coupon you can't use any William Sonoma sells them and has good coupons but you can't use them on Vitamix like it's this whole thing and so there was a and the 25% off kitchen stuff worked at Target so I today have impulse ordered one with my birthday money (laughs) That will arrive while I am in Colorado. So I plan on testing out Kate's and seeing how good it is. And then I'll decide whether or not I keep it. But honestly, I could totally put this thing on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> with a $50 markup and make a profit. Okay. I so would, we'll see. I would like to clarify. I don't think it was fully an impulse. She has <laughs> been texting me about the Vitamix. Well, she's been Comparing me. it to minivans. <laughs> Classes of minivans. She's like, oh, you've got the ninja. Ninja sucks. You should see the reviews. But remember, I am a maximizer and Kelly is a satisficer. Well, $89. That's how much my ninja was. I've had that thing five years. I make smoothies every single day. So what I want to do. That ninja has 21,000. I'm sorry. Did you tell James yet? 1,600 five-star reviews on Amazon. Did you you tell James what I've done? Did I tell him that you bought the Vitamix? I haven't, but he is going to think you're crazy. Well, he, when he used to work at Whole Foods, he was intrigued by them. But I you don't even think he would spend that much on a blender. Well, the, so the total cost for mine was three hundred and thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> I just can't. You, I can't believe you of all people did this. I know. So we're going to find out how it is. So what I want to do is, if I you buy have, that, I want to see you use the crap out of that. that well, I would have I want to daily smoothies. Yeah. I want the vegan queso. See the only blender. See the blender that we have now. We have a like. You a, should do the ten day green smoothie cleanse if you get this thing. I will do that. Have you done clean, it before? I will clean up. No, I haven't because I don't have a good blender. Yeah, your hand one is terrible. I mean, I have I'm, a I have a hand immersion blender, which like my fingers are numb by the time I'm done making a smoothie. And like and t- like I joked about like yesterday, a big peach slice came was at the bottom of my drink, and today it was a big banana slice. So and I have the other <laughs> one I have is a is an on off. Um, Oster blender. It's a beehive blender. It looks really cool, but it literally has on and off as speeds. Like there's no speeds. Yeah. So and and I, and Dave was using it to make smoothies a lot, but he was saying like, ah, it's smelling like the motor is burning out. And so he actually had shelved it and started doing a different thing for breakfast. So I think he'll be excited to. This will be great. You get this Vitamix, then do the ten day green smoothie cleanse, and we have all kinds of stuff to talk about because oh my I've, God, yeah, I we've done that quite a few times. 
But, I, but what I want to do is I want to bring my Vitamix over and I'll take your Ninja and I want to have the exact <laughs> ingredients and we're going to mix up a smoothie and we're going to make James taste do test. a blind taste test. Okay. And Love see if he idea. notices a difference. Love this and idea. And that will be excellent content for our podcast. We'll report back and we'll yes, be like, we is it actually worth $338? Right. Because today also on Amazon Prime, you can get the Ninja for forty nine ninety nine. But right. it won't be today because we're not going to publish this today. So I'm sorry yeah. to all of you who may try sorry to get that Sorry if you missed idea. it. And the same thing with the Target Vitamix. deal. <laughs> but we will report back in a couple weeks and let you know, is a Vitamix that much smoother? I can't wait to test it and find I out. I can't even wait. Awesome. I can't believe she's done it. She, she's been talking to me about it for <laughs> several days. And it's just something I wouldn't expect her to get hot and heavy on. Well, see, and it's something that I would expect you to. I was surprised that you didn't have one because I feel like James. Yeah. James, if, if, James, if you said, James, you Pick can go buy the one. mixer. He would probably buy one, right? Uh, Money just, was no object. It's a little high. It, we, we go frugal on weird yeah, we go big on that. certain things. For way frugal on most other other things. Like, go look at when you when we're done. Go look at my kitchen. Pull out my drawers. Look at what I use for kitchen supplies. I think you would die. I don't have anything nice at all. Everything is absolute crap, <laughs> like total crap. And we we've used it since we moved in together right out of college. Yeah, like, we don't have nice things <laughs> in the kitchen. But that's why you're going to get a minivan. But we're going to get a nice minivan. You are. And it's going to be awesome. And we will post a picture of us in that minivan once it's... We have nice light fixtures. That's, yeah. an, that's an area. Yeah. We have weird areas. Yeah. We have weird areas too. But this Vitamix thing. And so then today I get a text. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> I did it. Literally, it was a double Kelly. And I was like, for a second, I thought she texted the wrong person, but then she had said my name twice before. <laughs> so I'm like, no, you didn't. You did not. You did not. She's like, I did. I did it. Target's having a sale. I should have known it was coming. She's been obsessing about the thing for days. It, I if, if it wasn't, like, I honestly kind of put it in the cart. It was like, oh, this is not going to work on this because it never works on any other site. None of the coupon codes, none of the deals, nothing else works. Is Kate works. mad? No, because she got the one she wanted, and hers oh, was so still you a didn't good deal get this too. One. You didn't get the one. Mine's she got. different than hers. Oh, yeah. Okay. And her, hers is more expensive oh. than this one. Oh. Um, but it's but they're sim- they have the same they have the same two point two horsepower motor. <laughs> <laughs> they're both the next generation engine. So if you really Mine's want Gretchen different. to become obsessed with something, just make her research it. Apparently, not even that. If you want information on you know. <laughs> Anything, I will look it up for you and I will tell you. So I can give you, give you all the differences. Churches, mixers, you churches. name it. I added some to the church spreadsheet Oh, too. good. I did, yeah. I got another month before I start that. Yep. All anyway. right. All right. So. so thank you for listening. So we are going to have a rerun next week while I'm on vacation. And you can always leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher. You can listen to us any place you get your podcasts. And if you want to... Join us on Facebook or email us with any questions. You can always do that with balancingchaospodcast at gmail.com. And I can check us out on Instagram where you'll see me and my awesome Balancing Chaos shirt that my sister got me for my birthday. And we're working on getting some available if you ever wanted to buy a Balancing Chaos shirt or to at least get one for Kelly. Um, I also want to hear about your Vitamix. Did it change your life? Yeah, we'll know. Have you been on a whale watch? Was it horrible? Yes, exactly. So this is what we want to know. Have you ever been on a whale watch and enjoyed it? And is your Vitamix something that changed your life? So feel free to chime in on those two questions on any of our social media channels or send us a message. It's fine. And until then, bye. Bye.